Welcome in to the first episode of the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut, a music collab podcast featuring myself, the gnome, and with me is the hater, the tailgater, and recently in some Twitter chats, the tirader. That's right. Get your Clorox wipes ready. Jake, what's going on? What's up, buddy? I'm so happy we're doing this. Uh, I know we've talked behind the scenes about doing a collab. We both uh, love music. We're music heads. We've had some, uh, you know, past uh, sort of, I guess, not just influence, but like work within it, if that makes sense. Um, and I know you had the music cut on on your show. Uh, we do our everlasting jukebox on, uh, you know, Bleach Bros. So I figured it would what what better than to talk about bands and, and music we're listening to now to get it out for the masses. One hundred percent agree. I love every episode that Bleach puts out, but what really gets me jacked up, and it's hard to finish the episodes because when you guys do the music and the Everlasting Jukebox, I immediately want to stop and start listening to music, like your guys' most recent one of like bands that influenced you and your music and what got you into music. And and speaking of that, so like what, what age or when did you start really feeling love for music? I mean, I'm not one of those people like, you know, you know, there's those people that go like, oh, what do you listen to? And you're always like, oh, everything, you know, I'm eclectic. At this. And I mean, I do. I mean, I I guess the thing and, and this goes with the hater thing. The thing that really got me into music is my hatred for classic rock. <laughs> I fucking hate that genre of music. And I, I work. So I worked at a young age, right? I worked at 11 years old at a pizza shop and all they did was play. You remember Vegas? They played 97 one. Yep. Um, and that was nonstop. And I just, I guess it just hit my inner ear drumble so damn much that I was pissed off. So I went, <laughs> what do I like? And I went out and started listening to shit that I, and it was like, sometimes I like bad stuff, like bad movies, just off the wall, like anything I was interested in besides just the mainstream crap that everybody else was into or my, my hippie parents were, what about you? Yeah. Um, I would actually have to be the polar opposite of you. I think where my love really comes from my style of music, I will listen to everything, but my style is the rock metal genre, and it can be that entire genre. I can go softer, harder, metal. Uh, it's hard for me to get ones where I truly can't understand what they're saying or if it has no rhythm. Like It has to have rhythm to me. Um, but same thing growing up in Vegas, uh, X1075. That was my oh, jam. Yeah. Yeah. But the problem I had with them, them and comp, was it was kind of the same shit all the time. Just rinse, wash, repeat. And where I really, really started falling more in love with different genres was actually about eight years ago when I first got Sirius XM and then being able to listen to the station Octane and to the station Liquid Metal and hearing bands that I had no clue existed because right. I, that's one thing I would say about Vegas is their rock scene is terrible. Oh, it's it's garbage. And it like it was like if you were on comp, you would be hearing Creed and then you go to 107.5 and you're hearing Pearl Jam and they sort of sound similar. So you're just like, fuck this. I'm turning it off. <laughs> um, but no, I agree with you. The scene was bad. See, I got into a lot of music there from the street scene. Like, OK, uh, I was into like, you know, um, I don't know if you remember the band September Star who became the higher, but that's who they used to be. OK, way back in the day in the at the Hawthorne Theater. OK, and people would be handing out the CDs out front. And so I was always into the underground stuff like that. Okay. It was like, that's where I really got started. And I was in a lot of bands. And I mean, I've talked about on our show, Fobs, who did like digital art for Chimera and bands like that. The Travesty, who I had a radio show with in Vegas. And we did stuff like this, where we had segments like It's Too Hard for Radio, where we played Cannibal Corpse, that stuff where it's yes. just banging drums, you know, and you, <laughs> you could barely understand it. But we'd play that because there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a need for it for some people, right? Yep. 
Um, I think one thing that I enjoy about bands, though, is like seeing the progression. Like if you listen to a band like 18 Visions, right? Okay. And you listen to their very first album or one of them um, until the ink runs out. And so it's so fucking almost like death metal. Even they even have that lettering where it's just like splatter, you know? Mm hmm. And then you get to like 18V and it's like, they're almost like an arena rock band. And it's just, it's interesting to me. And people would say they're selling out and I'm thinking, no, like they just finally grew up and did their own thing. And I enjoy that too. Yeah. Um, I, I hate people being stuck in a fucking box. Yeah. I think the only band that I appreciate that is, is five finger death punch. I mean, they can release <laughs> the same album every year and I'm going to fucking buy it. I'd, I'd have to tend to agree with you. I, I like their earlier stuff better than the newer stuff, but yeah. a band that I could equate to, they have kind of sounded the same since their inception. And nowadays I'm not into their newer stuff because I'm like, I'm expecting a little different, but I will see them live every time I get the chance. And they are one of the best live shows out there. And that's seven dust, seven dust from beginning to end. But uh, like, I really stopped buying their stuff probably around like 2012 2013 but i do like when bands can change a little bit and i actually have found myself where i haven't liked bands in the past and didn't give them enough credit and then they'd come out with something a little bit different and then all of a sudden i'm like head over heels for that band mm -hmm. so um but what about do you recall your first cd that you wanted to buy that was your own influence and, you know, how old were you and what was it? First CD I ever bought in my life, uh, this is not a joke, was DMX. Uh, <laughs> it's Dark and Hell is Hot. Uh, my sister had a membership to that Columbia Music House. I don't know if you remember that where, you know, um, and I, I grabbed one of the stamps. I put it on there. I thought it was cool. Um, that was probably the first album I ever actually, like CD I actually got. Um, I had tape stuff, but I never really paid attention. Um. The, the other one that was huge for me, though, was Marilyn Manson. Yep. Um, and the reason was I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Yep. My mom had like, I, I had to, I remember my, my first concert was The Who with Rage Against the Machine, which is a <laughs> fucking weird show in general, but it's Vegas, right? And we've said the yeah. music scene sucks there, just do whatever. I had to ask if I could listen to the Eagles. Now, mind you, I said I hate classic rock, but I just was like asking like, hey, I, I heard on comp they play the Eagles. So that's the reason I asked for that band. Mm -hmm. So when I went and got a Marilyn Manson CD, that was very important to me because it was like the influence of me being sort of a rebel and not caring what my parents thought or listening yep. to what I want. And I wasn't allowed to, and I had to hide it. And then it still got taken away from me. But I think, I think that's the one for me. What about you? I was in seventh grade. So I was teetering around 12, 13. I had had other stuff. Actually, the very first tape I bought that my mom let me buy was, I was actually in fifth grade and it was Bone Thugs and Harmony. <laughs> Okay, and I had okay. no clue what they were about and we were on the way to school and she pops the tape in and the very first song after Crossroads was a lot of bad words that shouldn't be said by myself. And my mom literally just ejected the tape and threw it out the car. <laughs> and uh, but when I started developing into my rock scene, I was about 12 or 13. And the very first CD I begged my mom to let me buy it was at Target in Las Vegas. And it was Limp Biscuits $3 bill, y'all. And that I, it took me the entire store trip to convince her to say yes. And she did. And the rest of that is like, that really just vaulted me into the music scene that I'm into today. So, yeah, yeah see that there, there, and there, like the difference is I could also remember like the albums I showed people. Like I remember, never forget mm -hmm. when I showed my sister the first Slipknot album and convinced her to buy that. 
Mm-hmm. And then you meet my sister. She's the most sweetest little thing on the planet. And then you see the music she listens to and you could tell there's brother influence there. Right. I, I mean, I had that punk phase. I was in a lot of bands, you know, I toured and stuff and I, I always um, worked in that route. I didn't like that realm. So I always went more the business side as people joked, but I think there's just something enjoyable and not just that sense like you're just expressing yourself, just something that gets your emotions out with music. Yep. So like, like when you're angry, you have this, or when you're sad, you have this. And I, I'm one of those people, like I can speak through it. Do you feel there are certain albums out there that like really get you like during certain moments in your life? Absolutely. Um, we, you know, where I live and where I work, I have a 45 minute commute most days. And so outside of podcasting, music has been my life because it, it gets me up in the morning on the way to work. And if I've had a really shit day, it can really, um, calm me down, even if it's loud and angry. Uh, but on certain days where you get, um, in just that fuck you moment, And I have the certain list of music that I want to go through with that. And I have ones where I just want to sing and belt out, even though I don't sing like that's not on the record. Don't let AJ hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I heard you. You you won't do your own karaoke. Dude, I'm like, I'm terrible. I'm tone deaf. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) But um, what about what about recently? What are you jamming to currently? So. The intro of this show, I will say, is is a friend's band uh, vi- uh, from Violent New Breed, Max Green. He was recently on one of our episodes uh, from ex- or from Escape the Fate, uh, Falling in Reverse fame. Um, they actually had a contest. So they're on tour right now for a band to go on tour with them, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus and Escape the Fate. And I guess it was called like the big stage winner or something, you know. And mm-hmm. so there's a small band out of Butte, Montana. And when I say small band, I don't, you know, I'm not equating to what they're doing, you know, sales, why any of that stuff. Um, and they've probably been around for a while, but it's called a river runs through it. And okay. not like the Brad Pitt movie, they spell through like drive through records, you know, T H R U. Okay. Um, but great stuff. It's almost like a pop punkish Silverstein, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I'm just, I'm really jamming to them. I got turned on by not, not even from Max. I just was looking up on the page and I saw them that they won. And I was like, okay, let me check out this band that won. And I just get excited seeing people come up through the, you know, through the ranks and see, just reading the interviews of them winning this and then hearing the music that they actually have a polished sound. They're, really trying they're putting out good stuff i'm i'm really into a lot of stuff they're putting out right now i know they had um uh, a new single that just dropped uh fire and brimstone i would totally say to check it out it's on spotify right now i don't know what other platforms that's where i heard it on but uh that's that's what i've been jamming to lately that band just to you know hope to see them grow more and to see where they can go with this what about you yeah you know a band this isn't the band I was going to talk about, but I love finding music in my style that isn't as popular. And, um, I remember 2016, this, this would probably land on my top 10 albums of all time if I had to say it. Um, but it's a band called while she sleeps and they're from England and they do everything themselves. They print their own merch. They print, they record and, they manage their own CD work. And to me to do that in this day and age and have the product that they have, um, their newer stuff is it's good, but the album from 2016, um, I can't think of it off the top of my head, but, um, the big song off of that was called four walls and I love it. But recently also sticking with the English theme, there's a band that's been around since 2005 
and I kind of caught back up to them in the last like two years. And they recently just dropped a CD last year and they're from Scotland. They're from Glasgow, Glasgow, however you say it. I don't know. Little dome moment there. Um, but they're called bleed from within. Now they are probably considered more metal core, which is kind of my thing. But the big ticket to them that I love is they have that really good double bass driven drum and they have that heavy metal core with a groove to it. And for me, anybody that knows me and knows my music style, if it's got a groove, like it has to tug at me, like it has to speak to me. And this, this band really does it. And they're, um, the current CD that I'm really digging on is, uh, from last year. I'm trying to pull it back up here. It's called fracture came out. I'm sorry. Uh, two years ago, we're in 2022 now it's called fracture. And the very first song on that album just sets the tone for the entire thing. And it's called the end of all we know. And that, that song, the entire album's great, but that song, it, the beginning just really amps you up and the end. I hate when a song amps you up and then kind of lets you down a little bit at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah. It doesn't at the end. It, it goes hard at the end, just as it did at the beginning. And that's what I'm about. So I would definitely recommend people checking out bleed from within. And, um, if you like heavy music, if you like metalcore. That's where I'm looking at in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, see, I'm going to check that out because, I mean, this this whole thing, and just to be upfront with people outside of this that are listening, is this started where me and you were sending each other, well, you were you were sending me more music than I was, uh, you know, bands to check out. Mm-hmm. And we realized, you know, just behind the scenes of just talking and becoming friends, I could say that, is uh, that, you know, we realized we had a lot of the same tastes, mm-hmm. a lot of the same. But we also know that there is a wide range with it. It's not just, you know... And it's not talking bad against people that are into that. I've met people like my brother is strictly almost all country music and that's fine. And I've met people that's just <laughs> all death metal and that's fine. But we realize we have an eclectic mix and we have the same sort of like ear. You might be tone death, but I think that we can hear the same type of stuff that like yes. gets us going and knows like there's something with this that needs to continue. Yes. Um. So no, I, I, I just wrote that down. I'm actually going to check them out. I hope other people also check out A River Runs Through It. Um, I hope they do well on this tour with those guys. I'm very happy they won that. Um, but no, this, this is a lot of fun. This is going to be something that we're going to be coming out with, um, every other week or so. Um, and this is what I'm listening to. This is what Gnome's listening to. We hope that you listen to us and listen to that and, you know, give us some, uh, feedback on, uh, you know, what's out there, what you're checking out. Maybe we'll check it out with you guys. And, uh, you got anything else for that Gnome? No, I, same thing. Yeah. If you, if you have some suggestions, I'd love to, throw them out there. Same with Jake. If you have something that you can think is going to pique our interest, send it our way. Uh, I love listening to music. I love sharing music with people. I love everything about music, especially when it comes to the genre that I really like. And I like to watch people get to listen to things that I send them and they're just like, holy shit, that was awesome. So uh, yeah, that's that's what this is about is reaching out and uh, pushing out some more music back into the world. Exactly. And if uh, we hit your inner ear, ear drummels with this, please reach back and we're going to hit the J spot next time. 